Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of What We Think. We're back here again. <laughs> Huzzah. All right, this week we have some interesting topics lined up. We have mm-hmm. Micah and the dark side of makeup, which you will learn about shortly, as well as high school expectations versus reality. And that has to do with all of your favorite or maybe not favorite um, cliche, high school cliches, and um, what high school and being 16 years old is actually like. Spoiler alert, it's not like how they show you in freaking Riverdale. Like those kids, man, are they like 16 or 21? You yeah, but they're like 30 years old. It's not even, okay. Okay, but honestly, Clueless has the worst one. Okay, Clueless, I was so dumbfounded when I watched that, but we'll get to that later. Right now we're doing <laughs> life updates. Okay, so starting off, um, I failed my driver's test. Um, no, I I'm failed honestly, it. <laughs> I'm so, okay, see, look, when when you first told me, I was, now I'm just even more scared for mine. No, it's not- honestly, it, it, it wasn't like, it wasn't like one of those things where I put my driver instructor, like, in danger. It was just one of those things where, like, I did something, like, I just forgot to yield at a light, and it was, like, an automatic fail. So, like, but honestly. You say that so casually, you're like, you know, I just forgot to yield at an unprotected left, um, slightly dangerous but you okay, know no, yeah, nothing happened it was it was honestly like heartbreaking because I thought I was like I literally practiced for like hours every single day and then I go there she and- like every day for an a solid hour like the week leading up to the test she would like just practice parallel parking yeah and that I wasn't even what messed me today. up it was oh so God. hard really no yeah, honestly like the first time you try it it's like difficult but you just have to keep it like muscle memory and it's like it gets in your yeah, head. So that's not, I don't think that's how it works because I parked <laughs> parallel parked once before and I haven't mm-hmm. done it since, since I did it in the class. And because my, my tires just keep running into the road and I just cannot get parallel with the curb anyways. So for my life update, it's kind of not really life update, just like a story of something that happened to me this weekend. So I, mm-hmm. for Eid, one of, my, one of my gifts that my parents got, got me were a pair of Doc Martens, yes. which was super exciting. Mm-hmm. And because I've been wanting them for a long time. And, but they were too big. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we went to the store to return them. And the, oh my God, this lady. So, because Doc Martens are in UK sizes and UK oh. sizes are too bigger, two sizes bigger than what we have here. Mm-hmm. So I got a UK set. Um, so originally what I had was I had a UK six, which is a US eight and I needed a US seven. Yeah. So, so I would get, if I wanted a US seven, then I wanted, I needed to get a UK five. Mm-hmm. So we went to the store and I'm literally like, we're explaining it to the lady. She's like, yeah, sure. I got it. I got it. And my mom <laughs> also wanted to get a pair of shoes and she ordered them both for us in the store. And then they came two days later in the mail and we got both got the wrong sizes. I got a UK seven, which is a US nine. <laughs> and that was really annoying. Okay. Mine was just plain annoying because we like spelled it out for her like there is a difference between the UK and the US and she still screwed it up but for my mom's she just wanted like a half size larger she wanted an an eight instead of a seven and a half and she ended up getting a six so I don't understand how that (laughs) happened oh did they give you like uh, that's wrong in every way though like can't even figure out I know there's (laughs) there's no explanation for that one but anyways I was so mad 
but hopefully by the end of this week I will have my shoes. Finally. Yes. Yes. And I've been so waiting for this for a while. I know. Yeah, it's been it's it's been a minute since I wanted those. Anyways, mm-hmm. moving on, we'll start talking about Micah. Yes, I actually didn't know about this topic until I don't know, was it who was it that did a speech about this in speech and debate? That was me. It was so, you. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, I got to know about this. Like, I watched a Refinery29 video about this. And Mandira mm-hmm. and I both do speech and debate. And so I thought this would be a really interesting topic to talk about in one of my speeches. Because that's, like, it's the competition part. You write a speech. Mm-hmm. So um, I did that. And I learned a lot. And I totally forgot that I had written this speech until today and I'm just like this is a great time because I would I I still remember a ton from my research and I have like all my notes and stuff so it's a really important topic that's kind of been brushed aside um, with all of the other news that's going on and we'll just get into it um mica is a mineral and it's translucent and very lightweight there's a high heat tolerance so it's really useful in appliances, electronics, and it's also used in makeup because when it's crushed, it makes like a really delicate shimmer that's used in like highlighters or lip gloss, lip glosses, eyeshadow, bronzers. Like I guarantee you, like I was actually really shocked. Like if you like, I looked through my like makeup drawer and a lot of my stuff has mica in it. Like the lip glosses, the eyeshadows, really? the blush. Yeah. Like look at your makeup stuff right now. Like, yeah. Uh, I guarantee you'll find to. mica. Or it actually, sometimes it's not written as mica. Some, sometimes companies call it um, some really complicated word. Oh, it says mica it's, right here. Oh, wow, that's really... Wow, I'm mm-hmm. looking at my highlighter right now. That's crazy. Exactly. That's how they get that shimmer. So yeah. now the, the thing about the mica is even though it's like really pretty and stuff, mm-hmm. the way that it's sourced is sometimes pretty unethical. And I'll tell you why. Okay, about 60% of the world's mica or harvested mica in the world comes from India, specifically the states of Bihar and Jharkhand, um, which mm-hmm. it's not really important for you to know that, just thought I'd say that. And th- only 30% of India's mica production comes from legal mines that means 70% of the mica that comes from India is from illegal mines and basically how this happened is in 1980 there were a ton of like like thousands like um hundreds like upwards over 700 mines in these states that were operating until 1980 when the Indian government closed most of them in the name of forest conservation because a lot of these mines were in the middle of forests Okay. Okay. So that leaves, but the thing is, after the government like shut all these mines down, they didn't really give the miners or the people who worked in these mines like an alternative source of employment. Mm-hmm. So that kind of like puts them in a tough spot because like the only business in these two states is mica mining. So what else are they supposed to do if there's only if their if their local mines are shut down? They can't really do anything else so a lot of these mines instead of just being shut down they were just pushed underground which created more unsafe environments and unregulated environments 
Wait, so mines were usually like above ground? Okay, so the mines, so for mica mines, no, no. So they, they're underground, but think about them. It's just in the area, it's like flat land because they've cut down the trees in the area. Mm-hmm. And then what they do is they just dig down. It's Think about, so the illegal mines is just a hole in the ground, but they just keep digging more into and there's no like structural support or anything that's the mine those are like the illegal mines and since there are no like um it's not regulated because it's uh legal you can't really control who works there Mm -hmm. and since it's illegal they can charge you a whole lot less and there's a lot more labor exploitation which is where things start getting it really dark i guess yeah or like the opposite of shiny or whatever <laughs> so mica so the, the thing is they use a lot of children because many families in the region they live in extreme poverty and so then they rely on their children to co- to contribute to the household income just mm-hmm. to put food on the table and children some of them start as young as five years old in these mines oh my god like i don't even know what i was yeah, doing so- at five years old <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> i know it's so, like, the younger kids, what they do is they sit and they get these huge just piles of dirt that they have to sift through to get, like, the shiny pieces of mica. And then the older kids, older being, like, 8 to 10 or 11 years old, they go into the holes to, like, dig with pickaxes and stuff. And the thing is, child or adult, any person who works in a mine without proper, like, ventilation or safety equipment, that's really hazardous because, first of all, they're they're not structurally supported in any way, which means, like, fatal and frequent mine collapses, and also without any, like, masks or ventilations when you're Mm -hmm. working with, like, minerals. Um, You have a lot of, it has a lot of severe health implications, like, a lot of um the the uh, these miners will go on to later develop like tuberculosis or lung cancer so it's bad yeah Mm -hmm. and so basically this issue like i started i only found out about it like about last year after i watched that refinery 29 video Mm -hmm. but this like the shadiness of this business was kind of hidden up until a 2016 report by Reuters. And that Reuters thing, um, the investigation kind of figured out why this business is like this, like why it's so messed up and why it's a lot more difficult for you to say that your mica has been like ethically sourced because what a lot of these, so because mica that's been mined at the hands of children or from illegal mines that a lot of traders will sell that to intermediary intermediaries who will sell later sell that mica under the name of a licensed mine so you don't have a paper trail or any evidence that children were ever a part of getting this mica wow that's even like so there's like no way people can actually like tell if it's like being a that's like horrible like how do you even change that yeah so that's like why it's really complicated and there's like a lot more that you can like go into but we i don't want to make this like an hour-long discussion but like in terms of changing like because it's so difficult to change it you can't just be like i like will only use ethical mica Mm -hmm. and another approach that's like 
dangerous for companies to take. Like Lush did this. They're like, we're just not, since we can't control how ethical our mica is, we're just going to use synthetic mica, which is not a good idea at all. Because the people who live in these states in India, they don't have any alternative source of income. So if the companies and the businesses who buy their mica go away, then their demand will be gone and they'll have no employment. And yeah. then they'll be forced to seek even more dangerous work. So it's basically like a lose-lose situation or something like... Well, no, okay. It's okay. Now that I've gotten you like super depressed, <laughs> there is like, there are ways to do it. Um, there are the best ways that a lot of like nonprofits are doing and some mm-hmm. uh, big uh, conglomerate, beauty conglomerates are doing is they're working with local nonprofit organizations because the best way for you to fix this is start with the communities and give them like different employments or find a different way for their families to make money other than just the mines. So it kind of be sufficient from the mines. So for example, Estee Lauder, they started working with um, a local Indian nonprofit, which, which was called the Kailish Satyarthi Children's Foundation. Um, and so the, what they did is in this partnership, they tackled the problem from the roots. So they established a, an initiative in each uh, village, uh, which is like the Child Friendly Villages Program, which is kind of like a, like a children's government. Um, but so, yeah, so it's like a children's government and it gives the kids like education and then it teaches them to advocate for themselves. And the the program also uh, helps families figure out different ways to get money um, rather than sending their kids to the mines um, and putting them in school. That's what it is. Wow. And that's like a beauty company doing this. And that's like really powerful. Exactly. So like a bunch, so like uh, Estee Lauder, like, so this only happened after 2016 so Estee mm-hmm. Lauder and L'Oreal those are like two big conglomerates um among multiple KCF or KSF I think it is which is the mother company for Louis Vuitton they also get their mica from here there's a ton of companies like if you look, look it up you'll be really shocked um so like after all of this a lot of companies like Lush they were like okay you know we've like pride ourselves in being ethical we're not going to do this anymore mm-hmm. but um the transparency was one of the reasons a lot of companies were like kind of struggling, but I really liked Estee Lauder's approach of like just working with nonprofits that are already doing the same thing and just giving them more money to do that. Like what better can you do? Yeah. And that's, that's, that's the mica issue. And if you guys want to help at home and if you, and you and I want to help, we can donate, like donating to organizations like uh, the one that I just mentioned, KCSF, or there's also Terra D. Homes, which is like a Dutch watchdog, um, children's like child labor advocacy group, if you do- uh, donate to those. And also just raising awareness about the situation because there isn't a lot about it. And if you just are aware about where your makeup products are coming from, where mm-hmm. the mica in your makeup products are coming from, it'll make a big difference. Yeah, definitely. Oh my god. Huh. Okay. Well, moving on. We're already at our 15 minute. Sarah and I talked about this before. We were like, we have to stay under 20 minutes this time. We've never been able to achieve it. 
So, okay. Okay, I think 25 minutes. I think 25, 25 minutes is a good That's a good, good thing. We can achieve that. I okay. have our... I have our top five wheel up. Oh, already? Let us okay. see what our today's topics are. We'll do it. And we're, let's do under 15. Do you think we can do five 15 things under 15 seconds? seconds? Yeah, I just I need no interruptions. We can't go on tangents in the middle. Let's do this. Okay. Three, two. But the tangents are the best part. This is supposed to be conversations. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Okay, top five movies. Okay, Wait, I thought we you did go Oh no, we didn't do movies. We did okay. actors and actresses. Three, two, one, go. Okay, meet the Fockers. Okay, it's like meet the parents, but it's the second one. That's kind of weird. Okay, um, Pretty and Pink. Why do you like a sequel? Anyways, um, when Harry Pretty and Sally, Goodwill Hunting, um, Call Me by Your Name. I know that's like I'm it's just serious. so good. Wait, I don't know what I'm at right now. I'm seriously um, doubting my friendship with you. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Wait, I feel like that was five. Maybe Pretty Woman, Pretty in Pink. I said that already. You've got mail. Okay, that was 25 seconds, but it's fine. I'll go now. <laughs> um, I started, we started watching like we were at a friend's house and we were mm-hmm. watching La La Land. Oh my God, so good. What the uh, heck? No one told me it was good. It, it, it is the music. Okay, really I'm sorry. Good. Oh, sorry. Tangents. No, the music okay. is good. No, no, no. I <laughs> it. So I'm just gonna say La La Land because I was watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jurassic World. I don't know why. No, I know why. I love. I love like those sci-fi movies. Stop it. You haven't watched it. Have you watched it? <laughs> I have watched. You it. don't understand Jurassic World. I love Jurassic World. Oh crap! I'm so bad at being on the spot. Um, I don't know if like any of like the you know like Sherlock. They, it's those are That's TV not movies, a movie. okay? Like one episode of Sherlock. Okay, fine. <laughs> have you oh, seen geez. the movies before? This is falling apart. I have, but I'm really bad at being on the spot. I need to just go to Netflix. I okay. I'm sorry. You were able to get yours so quickly because you. She has a movie wall. She just has a bunch of pictures of her favorite movies on her wall. I'm sorry if I don't have a movie wall. Okay. <laughs> oh damn. Watch TV shows more. <laughs> okay, well, that's so all funny. I have for you. I got top two. I got top two. That's, yeah, that's that, all we that's have. Good and enough, I went good like enough. a minute over. <laughs> uh, okay, Let's well, speaking of movies. <laughs> that's actually such a good segue. Thank and that's was all by chance. Okay, well, we're going to talk a bit about how the media portrays high school. But first of all, I just wanted to say why I want to talk about this topic. So I'm turning 16 in a few weeks, which I know it doesn't seem like a big deal. <laughs> I'm excited about. Well, no. you know, it's like sweet 16, but like during Corona, yeah. so. We'll but see like, yeah, I was, yeah, I was just like thinking like about when I was like eight years old or like 10 years old, thinking about how my life would be by the time I'm 16. And I was like, this <laughs> is so disappointing. <laughs> I know. Um, oh my God. Okay. Disney Channel kind of failed us. Definitely, like, for me at least, I was just one of those kids who, like, was very, like, shy and just, like, I was so tall for, like, so much of my life and I just thought going to high school would just, like, change my life and it would be, like, this new place where it's I was... It's just high school musical, let yeah. me tell you. And high school is exactly like high school musical. That's exactly what it is. We all do, we sing and dance around circle tables in the cafeteria, which is spotless and serves delicious food. 
yeah, it's it was definitely disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, so basically the whole thing I was saying that was because probably most of my expectations were from like how the media portrayed high school. <laughs> so let's debunk a few of those things that we see in all the let's movies. Talk about- yeah. Okay, I think what would be really interesting is, well, you're like the big movie, you're, you are an actual movie buff and a TV buff. So I don't I think I'm, a, okay, I, I don't think that's, I think out of both of us. <laughs> you are part of film club, I don't know, I don't know what that says about you, but I think that says that you're pretty into movies. I do like um, movies, okay. Yes, you, you, okay, you're a movie enthusiast. Oh, that's, I like that, I like that. Um, what are some movies that you, like, like, let's start from, like, the most far off from reality of a 16-year-old to, like, the closest to reality for, in terms of movies and TV shows? Okay, um, the furthest off is definitely Clueless. Like, you've seen it, right? Have you seen Clueless? Oh my god. Yeah, no, I saw it when I got on Netflix and I was just like, first of all, I was just like, is, is, like, <laughs> I wanted to scream at how dumb she was, but it was no, so, I, I understood her. why it's a cult movie now, I understand. Yeah, so basically, if you haven't I seen her Clueless, name. it's really it's a, white. Um, I, it's Elle. Elle's her name. Cher! Cher! Cher's her name. Why does it say Elle? No, Cher. Cher! They all sound the same. Oh my god. No, I told you it was like white. Oh my goodness. But anyways, it's about it's I think they made Clueless as like kind of mocking all like high school movies. It no. so they just made the epitome of all cliches. It was that's basically what, actually You know the Jane Austen um book Emma? Yeah. It was basically yeah, just yeah. like a play on that in like the early 2000s. So it's like the exact same plot just like different people. That's that's the whole that's the whole point me? of the movie. Yeah, but just like looking at the scenery they, and stuff. They made a teen flick out yeah. of Jane Austen. Okay, sorry. But like, just some things that the movie had that just like weren't like I expected, but just weren't at high school. Were like people pulling up to high school like with the most elaborate outfits. You know, like we try, mm-hmm. but like <laughs> most people don't try. It's time to wake up at five in the morning. Like, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, Sarah and I, during school, we used to, remember High Five Mondays? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so we needed, okay, I, Madeira I, wanted to do it, but I needed to make up some hours for leadership. We mm-hmm. were both in leadership. And so we decided, so last year at our school, on Fridays, there would be people from our leadership who would give high fives and play like nice music to get everyone's moods up when they start the day mm-hmm. in the morning, like by the entrance. So we did the same thing this year, but on Mondays, spoiler alert, um, <laughs> nobody wants to be in school on a Friday, on a Monday morning. Yeah. And we, certainly not I. <laughs> we got so much hate. No one wanted to do it with us, but I, I just wanted to say that because like if if we were coming to school so early, we would not be dressing up like Lucy Philip Clueless. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> but, okay. yeah. And other cliches, like, for, or at least from a, like, movie or TV show standpoint, mm-hmm. like, especially, like, Riverdale, I do not understand. Like, no one talks like that. Like they, they do. Like, it's just so weird. Like, I don't get the whole vibe. How, do you remember that quote that's, like, 
I don't even know. Jughead, just everything he says is just, like, awkward. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's on purpose. But, like, the entire, like, like, yeah, there's, like, parties and stuff. But, Mm -hmm. okay, maybe they're from a small town and things are different in a small town. But, like, I'm willing to bet that in most places, children are, like, teens are not allowed to go wherever they want without telling, like, without anybody knowing. They're just like, I'm going out. Or, like, they don't even say anything. They just leave at odd hours of the night, and their parents don't question it. Like, okay, if you sneak out, I get it. People sneak out, but your parents don't question where you are at 2 a.m. in the morning when you sleep with your teacher. (laughs) That's literally in the first episode. Archie, like, is, like, and I'm just, like, what the heck? What just happened? Yeah, that might just be, Not like, realistic. an us problem with, like, South Asian parents. But, like, still, they do go very far into, like, No, parents. I'm pretty sure from, like, even, uh, <laughs> like, a white person's or an, a non-Asian person's perspective, uh, running off in the middle of the night, I don't think that's very normal. Definitely. Definitely not normal. Also, I was thinking of something. You know The Breakfast Club? Have you seen it? Oh, no, yes. I haven't seen the whole thing. It's basically about, like, the whole thing is, like, an athlete. Like, a popular girl. Like, a... Like, like the outcast. Yeah. And the nerd. Yeah. They're all stuck in, like, detention or something mm-hmm. together. First of all, detention. I've never seen it. I know we have detention. But, like, I think there's, it's like... just a be- bunch of people. So, we have it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I, just I just... It's just a room and you just sit in it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Also, I think that movie definitely instilled in me too much trust in people who seem very sketchy like the whole, the whole, the whole thing that movie shows is like it, if you talk to like the sad druggy kid you guys will become best friends and fall in love that's not true don't do that yeah maybe not like you know like there's the whole like, the whole like bad boy trope and they're just like yes, really just all pain these inside and they're actually good people i'm pretty sure that's not it it's definitely not it like this <laughs> if you if you become friends with a druggie, you will not pull the druggie out. Most of, most of the time, you will become a druggie. Wow, it's the sad truth. It's wow. Okay, at least from my perspective, don't don't come at me for speaking my truth. <laughs> okay. Oh well, my gosh, why did I become just so sleepy? Anyways, it's pretty late. We're, it's ten thirty right now. <laughs> I mean, We're I recording this at ten thirty, ladies. And <laughs> keep keep going. I want to know what are some other. Okay, 80s movies. Talk about, yes. can we just talk about, like, 80s movies? Because what? 80s teen movies? They don't make sense. They just don't make sense. Mm-mm. Okay, Mm-mm. so I'm obsessed with Molly Ringwald. Like, it's not okay. I love Pretty in Pink. I love Sixteen Candles. Sixteen Candles especially. I want. That movie does not Mm-mm. make sense. Does not make sense at Mm-mm. all. Okay, there is no plot. It's like they he, they don't even talk and they're together at the end. How does that happen? Like, if I passed a note saying that I liked how this guy looked, and then he's like, <laughs> I'm in love with you. <laughs> okay, so those bad. types of movies, okay, like, okay, and it's kind of like the whole, okay, this is like a side tangent, but like the Disney movies, like they see each other once and then they're in love. I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. Yeah. I couldn't fall in love with any boy at our school. They repulse me. Oh my god. It's <laughs> a sad truth, man. You guys... If you guys go to school with hot guys, like, you're lucky. Yeah. What is it? 
Wait, what? <laughs> no, I mean, like, some people do have, like, attractive boys at their school, but I feel like when the fact that we go to, in high school, we've been around the same people we've known since elementary school, it just, like, really makes people seem a lot less attractive. And you, like, knew how they were when they were Did you knew them when they were, like... <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, when you know they're when you when you when you've seen them age, it, it yeah. yeah. Oh my god! You just can't stop thinking about how they uh, once uh, had it <laughs> in the middle of <laughs> first grade. Wait, did that happen? <laughs> oh my god! That's <laughs> I won't say. I won't say who. Oh my gosh! It's so funny. Anyways. Um, Sixteen Candles was like the dumbest movie. Dumbest. The fact that they think like your life is gonna change when you hit a certain age. Like I've been waiting for that day to happen. Every single birthday, I'm waiting for my life to change. Do you know? And you know all these sci-fi movies like um, The Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it called? The Maze Runner. Those yeah. are all with like sixteen, seventeen-year-olds. Yeah. I could not pull off a freaking revolution. <laughs> I would not like rebel against a government or something when I'm 16 I would cower in a hole and hide and be like please can you just get me into college that is <laughs> what I would be doing yeah for so hats sure. off to Katniss Everdeen because yeah I don't know man yeah those kids don't even doesn't make any sense to me well okay we hit our 30 minute mark I'm disappointed honestly are you kidding wait maybe so we didn't if you have um, yeah no we are we're at 29 minutes and 16 seconds Okay. So, we can either just end it here or just think about just the the whole point of this last section, I think, well, in my opinion, is being like, you know, have a good time in high school, but maybe don't just pine after a girl and think it's going <gasps> to... Okay, maybe Gossip Girl. Can, can we talk about Gossip Girl and then we'll end the show? Okay, Gossip Girl, I kind of... No, still nothing is relevant. <laughs> Okay, maybe because it was like, it was like more, like for like the millennials when they had they didn't have social media back then, so I don't really know how high school would be like without social media, or or Snapchat. Like I don't know how they communicated. They had like those little blackberries that. Were like <laughs> yeah, but also I think it's just the fact that they're just like so rich. Like they have insane networks. Like apparently mm-hmm. the person that Serena was based off of had like a 1.2 billion dollar net worth like when she was like that young and that's just like like of course it's not gonna be similar say that i'm pretty sure if you were like part of new york's elite um i don't think their lives would be like that you don't think no yeah i think they would just be bored just playing video games in their like ginormous house their penthouses I honestly, I don't, because like rich people, no one really knows how they spend their money. It's not like they're going to advertise and, oh, actually, no, I should take this back. Rich people, I'll tell you, if you have money, you're you're care- more careful with your money. You don't throw it all around. That's so true. Why has Jeff Bezos done nothing for the world? <laughs> we should talk about that in another episode. But um, I think we should wrap it up here. Mm-hmm. If you guys have joined us, so uh, if you if you guys have stuck around this long, what is your guys's? What are some TV shows or movies um, that portray high schoolers that you think are absolutely the furthest from the truth? For me, <laughs> it just has to be clueless. Nothing can be clueless. <laughs> yeah, let us know if anything else tricked you like it did us. It's honestly so sad. 
Yeah, my li my life has been a lie at this point, guys. Anyways, <laughs> have a good day. Have a good week. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.